welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments, and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And Kyle. Yes, sir. Did you know that in psychology, rationalization is a defense mechanism in which controversial behaviors or feelings are justified and explained in a seemingly rational or logical manner to avoid the true explanation and may be made consciously tolerable by plausible means. I did not know that, but uh, what what am I talking about? (laughs) I'm talking about excuses. Ah, Excuses, 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 excuses. And I just want to thank Wikipedia for this painful (laughs) self-retrospective moment of the Marvel Movie Minute. Wow. Let me just say this. There's a there's there's not a lot to talk about in this minute, but we'll get no. to it. But there's a there's a word and there's a whole bunch of meaning we'll get into. But when we talked about excuses and I was like, oh, well, I'm, that's interesting. I just want to see what's the what's the, the the definition of excuses. I went down a bit of a of a self-analytic rabbit hole and I have to say, wow, I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> <laughs> This and I was like, wow, what? Like, when I make an excuse for something, what am I really trying to say? What am I thinking? What am I doing? What's the real problem? And I went, oh boy. Oh boy. Anyway, what are we talking about again? Not me. What? <laughs> We're talking about minute 113 of Iron Man 2 from 2010, director by Mr. John Favreau. Uh, and we're picking up where we left off, which is. Tony is uh, swooping in to save Pepper from the exploding drone at her feet. Uh, she's still mesmerized by the flashy red lights and the beepy sound uh, and has no idea what's going on. He swoops in and grabs her, and then Disney activates the pyro! Boo! I mean, like, it really is, like, it looks just like, you know, <laughs> uh, reflections of Earth at Epcot or something. I mean, it's, it's full on, just like, pew, right. pew. I mean, it's like, it doesn't look horrible and vicious, it really looks pretty. Like, I mean, there's all these, like, plumes of fire coming off the side as, like, all the drones explode all over the... The expo bear, grounds. Yeah, the expo grounds. Yeah. Um, they, and so you get to see all the, And he flies way through, and then it goes over and land. Now, the original plan was that they were going to have them land on the observation tower. Remember, we saw that thing where he sort of strafed it when uh, when War Machine was under the control of Ivan. Uh, that was where they going to land, but they realized that was probably still too close to the explosion. Right. So they were trying to figure out, okay, well, then where are they going to land? And John Favreau said, well, why don't you have them land at my house? And they're like, what are you talking about? He's like, my building that I grew up in is across the street from the fairgrounds. So no. the building they land on is John Favreau's childhood home. What? He lived on the 12th floor of that 15-story building, and his window looked out on those grounds, which, when he was a kid, were nothing. I mean, they were empty. They were, you know, they were not used for pretty much almost anything. Maybe, you know, a swap meet or something. But he looked at that, so that's one of the things that inspired him to set it there is because that's what he had been looking at as he was a kid, looking out there. So this is literally his building that they land on. Okay, this is why I love this. Right? This is why I love doing this. That kind of stuff is absolutely incredible. Yeah. It plus it does make more sense because as we have this great the final shot here, one of the final shots here of the Stark Expo, yeah. you see the pavilion. Yeah, it's too close to the explosions. It wouldn't right. make a whole lot of sense. So this makes this certainly makes more sense and it gives this awesome backdrop to what yeah. is about to happen over the next 2 minutes. But come on. <laughs> like 
it's <laughs> right. Jeez, oh, it's like, a I pretty mean, awesome view. I mean, I gotta right. Say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's obviously it's New Jersey, so like right. you're looking over out over the highway, of course, first, and then uh, the grounds. But yeah, like it's even that side of the building that they're on is the one that he used to look down on. Oh, so that's great. yeah, yeah. Uh, this also, I can tell you, this was the last day of principal photography. So this conversation that happens between uh, Pepper and Tony, well, for, for, for this minute, it's Pepper and Tony. Uh, they, <laughs> this was their last day of filming. So it seems, obviously, we're going to play a little retcon game here. Now, it seems to me that Pepper is reacting, Gwyneth Paltrow, acting as Pepper, is reacting to Whiplash having a whip at her throat and then <laughs> flying away as Rhodey hits with the X. I mean, like, that is what was in her head in terms of the last scene because right. she was thinking that that was it. So the Pepper's reaction is not actually a reaction to Iron Man swooping and saving her. It's to being almost murdered, strangled by right. Whiplash, uh, you know, still with the uh, residue of whipped cream on his mouth. <laughs> he still had whipped cream breath at the time. I mean, you know, that's, oh. all, right? that's all she's thinking about right now. Like, I can still smell it. Uh, vodka, vodka, <laughs> right, whipped cream. Vodka, whipped cream. <laughs> Uh, uh, and so, yeah, so I, I, you know, it's just one of those, like, as you look at it and go, oh, it's interesting. Like, that's, she was more reacting to, like, almost being, you know, strangled to death as opposed to, like, hey, that's weird. Oh, you know, and then Tony swoops in and saved her, which has happened, you know, already. Right. Is that the first time that Iron Man has swooped in and grabbed her? Is it? No. I don't think it is. No. Now, now, I'm, starting to, now I'm starting to question it. Oh, geez. Someone's going to correct us on this. Right. I can't, I'm trying to remember in the, in the because I don't remember a time that he swoops in and saves her. I mean, like he swoops in and like takes a hit or like stuff, right, but like right. actually to pick her up and fly with her. Right. Wow, is this Pepper's first flight? Uh, we'll we'll hear about it. We'll hear about it. Yeah. Tell so, us. Right now, okay. But here's the thing. What I like about this is that it doesn't it, it it doesn't change. Like this scene still works. If this was part of the original story based on him saving her from. The original, the original sequence of the right. ending. Oh yeah, yeah, still works. I'm, I'm just one of those fun things from my head. Oh, no, absolutely. Her yeah. horror is still there. Only be, and I will say it works because. Okay, can you imagine from her perspective what just happened? Yeah, all of that stuff happened. She's standing there. She's by herself. She's yeah. looking at this thing. She probably senses something bad's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And before she knows anything else, a large <laughs> mechanical figure has taken her whisked her at a ridiculous amount of acceleration into the yes, sky. Right. Explosions are happening and then lands her on the rooftop. I mean, okay, that's traumatic. Yeah. Like you can't underline like how ridiculous that experience would be. Yeah. She, her reaction is it works both ways. Fortunately. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. I, it's, it was nice. They didn't have to reshoot this thing either. Like it, right. it, it fits right in because she's traumatized. And so that she's playing trauma and that's, that's perfect. Right. So they're, they, they go right back into their, their normal role. So Pepper says, Oh my God, I can't take this anymore. Tony says, you can't <laughs> really. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Pepper you says, survive. I can't take this. Tony says, look at me. Pepper says, my body literally cannot handle this stress. Using literally correctly. Way to go, Pepper. Oh. Using that. I don't know where she... Do we know where she went to school? I was going to give her a shout out in terms of like using that Ivy League education, but I didn't necessarily want to put that on her because she's a California girl, so I don't know. Anyways, not, not Gwyneth, but specifically Pepper. I don't know. Anyways. Right. 
assume that there's, a, I assume there's a, something hanging on the wall somewhere. Uh, okay, so she continues. I never know if you're going to kill yourself or wreck the whole company. <laughs> Tony says, I think I did okay. Like, it's <laughs> such a great Robert Downey Jr. reading of that. <laughs> I think I did okay. And then, of course, uh, you know, Favreau being Favreau, a huge explosion goes off behind him as soon as he says that. <laughs> Do you love? Okay, I it's love just, that that's so in there. Yeah, so good. Like, I did all right. I did okay. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I still gotta say. Okay, we've talked about body counts before. When all these explosions went off, some people died. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is as we're sort of like you know stress and bickering and stuff too. I'm like, yeah, there's there's dead bodies down there. There's like the, no. that explosion. Like you saved one person, good on you. But like, nice. Eh, but were, let me tell that you, that place was not clear. No, I mean that's kind of <laughs> even if you it's just the cops. Yourself from this, but yeah, like, I know. No, not every. You didn't do okay by everybody. Let's it just is, say it, that when you, when you give it when you give it more than five minutes thought, it is a little disconcerting that they're having this like you know. Yeah. Kiss yes. him, kiss him. When there's like no, dead people it, on the, I yeah. I did think of this, and when you hear that boom, that's yeah. kind of like the little wink nudge. Like, yeah, I mean, not so much, dude. But whatever, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, yeah, actually, no, now we're now we're all about Tony's growth. Uh, so Pepper says, "I quit. I'm resigning. That's it." Tony said, "What did you just say? You're done? That's surprising. No, it's not surprising. I get it." You don't have to make excuses. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, they're right back into it. Okay. Uh, it's no. just like when you're a kid, when you just say your parents are there, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> no, here's the thing. <laughs> don't make eye contact. And that's why I laughed when I went into the deep dive on excuses. I was like, yeah. wow. Like, when you get to the heart of that, he's not saying it. The, the, the growth part of this is that he's, he's clearly saying it as a way to agitate her for a good thing, yes. to motivate her. Right. He is not saying it from a demeaning or, you know, to build himself up. No, I mean, that's and that's definitely what I think you get the the point here. So he's rallying her a, up a, like he always does. Yes. I mean, but 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 with a different with a different sense of being. And by the way, we should also note this is the first exchange face to face between Pepper Potts and the healed Tony Stark. Oh, that's true. Yes. Uh, they they had a sort of weird video conference right. chat FaceTime thing that happened uh, via Natasha. But right. this is the first time they've actually been you know face-to-face uh, since then. And now that he's, you know, going to be alive. Right. And that's what we're about, like, think about you know him dying. But, of course, she didn't know he was dying either. So Pepper always out of the loop. So she says, I'm, I'm, I'm not making any excuses. So he says, you actually were just making excuses, but you don't have to. Pepper said, no, I wasn't making an excuse. I'm actually very justified. So he says, listen, hey, hey, you deserve better. <laughs> Pepper says, oh. well, <laughs> so he said, you've taken such good care of me. And that's where the minute ends. I'm like, oh, come on. Man, the algorithm is being really cruel to us in these last couple minutes. Yeah, it really has here near the uh, end. There's a much more, the the, the bigger meat is to come in the next It goes on there. But like, so yeah, so we're we're back to Tony and Pepper being Tony and Pepper and this leading up. But interestingly, from where it goes, like, this is nothing about this is like romantic at this point. Like, this is all just still jobbing. It's slow. Like. It's, it's a slow burn. Know, it's know, slowly but, warming up. And the, towards the end of a movie, it shouldn't be this slow. Like, we need to... Well, eh. he did just insult her to her face. Well, <laughs> what's new? I, mean, I think I did all right. <laughs> Using Tony's words. Right. 
And there's nothing else much more to, I mean, you know, we do have the great, um, uh, the kind of the view of the battle damage on his, uh, his suit. Yep. Oh yeah. We didn't even talk about him taking the helmet off. That was a nice effect. So nice effect. One that everything is consistent. So everything is consistent from the battle that he just had. Yeah. So we win. And that one big slash that, uh, that Ivan does, you can see the remnants of that. And I love the idea that the helmet sort of, this is it. It, it, it did its, it, it, it made its case as much as it could in terms of protecting Tony. Yeah. And now it's fully malfunctioning to the point that he's got to get it off. Either he's going to get burned or something. Who knows, you know, because of the, the chemical or the, or the uh, electrical impulses that are coming out of it. Um, and I kind of like that because, okay, do you want me to get really deep? Sure. So that happens with the mask. She, uh, pepper has her eyes covered and it's almost like Tony is throwing off the final shell of his former self. Wow. And then Pepper is opening her eyes up <laughs> to see Tony in his new and whole form. Oh, okay. so what's in the next minute? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that, uh, that deserved the act of that, that much reaction. Yeah. That, listen, I'm just, just gonna let like that a, stand by itself. Wait, I don't need to comment I, on I that. Mean, there's, there's, <laughs> I'm very happy right now as movies, but anyway, never mind. So that's it. That's all we got for this minute. <laughs> so, uh, as this is a awkward uh, discourse, uh, where's the best place to go for awkward discourse? Why it's Facebook. Yes, that's right. We have our very own Facebook group. It's called the Marvel movie minutes, next real film podcast, executive lounge. Ooh. Uh, feel free to hop in, uh, have the own discussion, have your own awkward discourse. Uh, just like we're having here, in in homage uh, of the of the really odd way that they, we're we're decompressing after a major CG fight, I just want to say it's not awkward when it's honest. <laughs> <laughs> and the awkwardness continues because we're going to get into third wheels here. When we get to minute one fourteen. Oh, you don't yeah. want to miss it. Mm. Enough said. Bye. Bye.